Hello, hello, hola, and what's up? Welcome and welcome back to the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and I am your host. Thank you so very much for listening. This is episode 36. So grab a coffee, a tea, a snack, and turn your volume up because for the next half an hour or so, I'm going to be talking about romanticizing, quote unquote, your past. They say we shouldn't romanticize the days when we were using. We shouldn't romanticize our memories of the past. Well, I'm not so sure about that. Why I think it's important to keep those memories with you. You shouldn't have to completely let go. And why it's okay to miss the person you used to be. I'm going to talk about all this. Now, if this is the first episode of the Hope Chase podcast you are listening to, hello and welcome. Who the hell am I? I'm Angie, and I was a heroin addict for almost 20 years of my life, age 23 to 40. I've been homeless. I went in and out of jails, institutions, programs, detoxes, hospitals, overdoses. And in November 2019, I put that shit down for the last time, and I've been on a hell of a roller coaster ride of healing and recovery since then. And in January, the Hope Chase podcast was born, and we talk all about it. So thank you so much for joining the Hope Chase today. Before I get into it, I want to apologize for any audio issues in this week's episode. There is some construction going on next door that I cannot get away from. And apparently my earbuds are on their way out and I cannot get a new pair yet. So please bear with me. And with that said, let's get into it. Let me try to paint a scenario for you. You're going throughout your day doing little things here and there. Maybe you're working, maybe you're doing laundry, maybe you're watching television, scrolling through your phone. And all of a sudden, a memory, a vision, something from your past or the person that you used to be seemingly plants itself in your brain from out of nowhere, transporting you back to a time where your misery ruled your life. But you find yourself romanticizing that time in your life. You find yourself thinking of that memory in a fond way, seemingly missing the person you used to be. Transporting you right back to a time in your life where you can smell it, you can see it, you can almost taste it as if it was happening right then and there. We all have these memories. What do we do with these memories? Why does it seem like these memories come in batches? (laughs) I will go so long without thinking of anything from my past or even remembering anything. And then all of a sudden, it's like for a couple weeks, few weeks, month period of time, I'll find myself right back in the middle of where I used to be for some reason. And that's what I want to talk about today. How many of you have pictures on your phone, videos on your phone? From back in the day, from back when you were using, back when you were miserable, back when you were stuck in that cycle of misery and insanity, and you just refuse to delete those pictures. You refuse to delete those videos. My hand is up too. (laughs) My hand is up because I am one of those people. I have tons of photos and videos on my phone. Well, not videos, but photos that take me 
back to a time when I was just balls deep in my addiction. I mean, when was I not, really? I have this video on my phone from, I think it was, oh my goodness, I want to say 2015. And I was pulled over by the cops in downtown Boston, which is, you know, nothing new. And I started recording. It was the one time that I thought to myself, turn your phone on and start recording. Because literally, if I hadn't done this, I probably would have been arrested for absolutely nothing that day. And to this day, I will say that the only reason why I was able to drive myself home that day was because I hit the record button. But nonetheless, I still have all these pictures of my old life. And I just don't want to delete them. I refuse to delete them. The footage that I found of myself recently actually came up because on my laptop, I was going through and emptying some storage. So I'm out of storage on all of my things and I can't buy more. So I'm going through and deleting some of the things that are taking up space. And I found these videos in my Google Drive account from, this was before I even had an iPhone and I had Google phones or Androids. Back from 2013, 2014, just buried in my Google account. And I found these videos and oh my fucking God, you've seen some of them already posted, but there's more. You can see in the background how filthy my bedroom was at the time, covered in clothes and garbage. And I was there with the guy I was dating at the time. I mean, how I wasn't so incredibly embarrassed for other people to see me living in that way is beyond me. It is so cringy for me to look at, but that's literally the only footage that I have of me being high on only because the guy I was with was videoing at the time and had nothing to do with me wanting to be on camera. Because I always think, like, why the hell do people want to be on camera when they're high or strung out? Because we know how shitty we look. I mean, kind of. I thought I looked good, but I was keeping up my appearance. But I knew when I looked bad, and I knew when I looked super strung out. So I didn't want to be on camera. The last thing I wanted to do was have evidence of me looking like that. I do have to say that that video that I have of me getting pulled over in downtown Boston, it's so cringy. I cannot even get through it. Like, I can't even get through it. I can't listen to it. It's that cringy. I am not physically on the video, but you can hear my voice in the background. And it's about a six minute, I think, long video. And it's just impossible for me to get through. I can't get through it in one shot. It's me videoing the cops. And of course, they're trying to... <laughs> skirt their way around the law. But because I had the video on, I was able to go home, thank God. It is unreal. All of the photos that I have, the quote unquote evidence, is me looking seemingly quote unquote normal because I used my appearance to convince people that I was okay. All the photos that I have is me just looking quote unquote normal. But when I look at them, I know the reality. It takes me back to that time when I was trying to hide it all. I know how miserable I was. And also the great lengths I went to to keep my appearance up and to convince people that I was okay and myself that I was okay. I'm not saying that we have to delete them. That's not what I'm saying. I think it's important to keep them 
for me, at least right now, I know maybe one day I will delete them forever and feel okay enough to do that and completely forget it all. But I don't think we have to completely forget it all. A lot of people say, walk away from your past, let it go. But there's a lot of things that we still need to hold on to. There's a lot of things that are a part of our past that we can hold on to, that we can take with us, that can, in fact, make a life of recovery and a life of healing even that much better. I don't know if it was my birthday or if something happened that maybe triggered all of these memories that I've been thinking of recently, but things that I haven't thought of in so long. And I find that this is kind of a pattern. It's like once I start remembering things, it will happen for a chunk of time, like for a good couple of weeks. It's very rare that I have a memory. It usually happens where I'll think of something and then kind of open the floodgates to other memories flooding into my brain. Well, I'm talking about all of this because one of the things that we are quote unquote taught through addiction programs, through AA, through traditional recovery, we are told not to romanticize our past, right? We're told not to romanticize our memories. And while I do believe this is 100% true, I also believe that it's important to keep some of those memories. To be honest, sometimes I will deliberately scroll through my old photos. Not so much to romanticize my past, not so much to bring back those old memories and think fondly of them, or to romanticize my addiction at that time. But there were a lot of things in my life then that I don't have today. There are a lot of things that I miss from my life then one of them being my father. I don't have my father. He was never able to see me turn my life around or change anything. When he died, I literally lost everything. I lost any and all sense of security I had. I lost all of the money that I had that was supporting my life. I lost literally everything. So looking at those old photos, I'm reminded of a time when I seemingly had so much more than I have today. But in reality, I was miserable. And then today, I have nothing of what I had back then, but I am actually happy. I'm actually fulfilled. It's weird because when I used to see old photos of me, it would make me immediately sad. I remember after my parents died in 2019, it took me probably a year to be able to look at photos, to be able to listen to music, to be able to really think of and remember anything from that period of my life. Today, when I come across old photos or when I see anything that reminds me of that period of my life, I don't want to let go of that, mainly because I think of it fondly, not because I miss that life, not because I miss the time of my life, but because I miss that feeling, the feeling that I had when I actually had my parents 
And when I actually had support, you don't realize until it's gone how supported you are just by having family members that are alive. And what about drug dreams? I've had my fair share of drug dreams or drunk dreams or booze dreams, or I don't know what it is for anyone else. But for me, it was always drug dreams. And I do continue to have them on a very random, sporadic basis. And they will like knock me off my fucking feet. And have you ever realized that in any kind of drug dreams or any kind of dreams like that, you don't actually get to the point of using the substance. It always is like the lead up until you use the substance and then you'll wake up as soon as you're about to get high or as soon as you're about to do whatever it is. I'm not so sure the dreams will ever go away, but today I know that they're dreams and I know that it doesn't affect my actual reality. Whereas before, if I would dream of something about my past, if I would have some sort of drug dream where I'm copping or I'm about to get high, it would affect my reality. It would linger with me the next day and I would continue to think about it. It can be incredibly easy to think of something from your past and think that it was actually a good time in your life. And if you're not careful, you'll probably start to believe that. And that's what they mean when they say don't romanticize the times when you were using because we can literally trick ourselves. Like I said, your thoughts are lying to you. Our thoughts can trick us into thinking that it was actually a good time in our life. But I know better. A lot of times we can selectively remember as well, only remembering the quote unquote good times, whatever that looks like, whatever that means, if there is such a thing as good times when you are using. And even though I was getting arrested all the time and in and out of jails, all the things that were making my life a living hell, I still do get those times where I remember something and miss the feeling that I had from when I had more in my life has nothing to do with my addiction. I have to remind myself that has nothing to do with my addiction. And I don't have cravings and I don't want to use, I don't miss that at all. And I'm so grateful for that. But it's important for me to be honest and to say that sometimes I do miss that old time, but it has absolutely nothing to do with the life that I was living. It has to do with what I had in my life at the time, if that makes sense. Or a lot of times we can be fooled into thinking that the drugs or the alcohol actually worked, actually helped. And I'm not saying this is good or bad. This happens to all of us. And this is actually the reason why I could never stop using. I really believed that what I was doing was helping. I really believed that I needed to use. It was serving me a purpose. It was doing what it was supposed to do. So I thought. But today, I know better, <laughs> absolutely know better. There is nothing about my addiction that I miss today. There's nothing about the high that I miss. I don't crave to get high anymore. 
I have no desire to escape my reality in any way, shape, or form. For me, the memories have more so to do with what I had in my life back then. And I keep those memories. I keep those photos because it takes me back to that time. But I am very cognizant and aware of what my brain can trick me into. I know that I can think of that old time and I can get lost in it and I can start to feel sorry for myself and I can get stuck in the pity parties. This is why I think some people think it's so important to get rid of those old memories, to delete the photos, to delete the videos, essentially deleting any evidence that you have of the person you used to be. But I don't know if that's even necessary because I think it's important to carry with you those memories because it's important in showing you all the progress that you're making. It's important for you to look back on occasion and remember who you were versus who you are today. I think a huge sign that you are actually healing and recovering is that you do miss the person you used to be. A huge piece of this journey is grieving that old life because a huge piece of this journey, if you're doing all of the work, is changing who you are, mind, body, and soul. You are changing who you are as a person. And part of that process is grief. You're losing your old self to become your new self. And in order to do that, you have to grieve the old version of you. It's okay to be sad about the old you. It's okay to look at your old self fondly and miss that person. It's okay and it's fucking normal. The memories never go away, obviously. You cannot delete memories from your brain. But how we think of the memories changes over time. And that's something I wish I knew before. Because especially in losing both of my parents and with my life in addiction, it's important to know, especially when you're just starting this journey, you're just trying to get clean, that those memories that probably will make you relapse in the beginning, those memories might take you out and that's okay. But those same memories will just become memories along the way. You'll start to think of them differently. You'll start to realize what they actually are. You'll stop romanticizing them because you'll realize that your brain is just trying to trick you and this disease sucks. <laughs> And your reality is what you make of it. It's not anything to do with a memory or your past. Your past does not dictate your present or your future. And it's your choice. You can choose to live whatever kind of reality you want. And that all comes in time. Give time some time. I think it's important to hold on to those memories. I think it's important to keep them to cherish them, not in a way to romanticize them, not in a way to, oh, remember the good old days, but in a way to show you the progress that you've made. As long as you're so aware that your thoughts are essentially lying to you and your brain will trick you into anything if you let it, as long as you know that and you're aware, then you will start to look at these memories in a different way and you can use them in a very helpful and healing way. I cherish my memories today. Some of those photos I have of the old life that I had 
are good memories for me to remember. Because although it was an incredibly miserable and chaotic time in my life, it was a time when I had things that I don't have today. And it doesn't affect me or my, my recovery or my healing. It doesn't affect me in my current reality. I can think of it. I can think of it in whatever way I choose to think of it. And I can let it go. I don't linger in the memory. I don't keep it with me. It's like a car driving by. You just watch it drive by and you watch it drive away. And that's it. So that's it. That's all I have to say about this topic for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow along from whatever podcast platform you are listening from. Follow this podcast so you don't miss any of the new episodes when they drop every Tuesday. And you can help support the Hope Chase podcast. Click the link in the description or go to buy me a coffee slash the Hope Chase. The link is forever in my Instagram bio. I might actually start using my cash app instead because I tried contacting customer support for buy me a coffee and they haven't even written me back yet. And I hate it when customer service is awful. So I might actually change that, but I will keep it posted. Also, don't forget to follow along on all the social medias at the Hope Chase pod on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the threads, the TikToks. I'm most active on Instagram and also at the Hope Chase on YouTube. And as always, don't forget to message me if you have any topic suggestions. I want to know what you want me to talk about. And that's it. So thank you once again for joining the Hope Chase today. This is the Hope Chase podcast. I am Angie and welcome to the shit show. See you next time.